This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashman. This is our latest look at the New York Mets. I'm joined by Anthony DeComo, and we are kind of venturing into 2017 here and thinking about what's next for the Metropolitans. And, Anthony, uh, obviously uh, we know that something's coming because these guys have too many outfielders uh, in the corners and not enough uh, help in center field. Something's got to give here. Um, what do you foresee uh, for the outfield situation with Jay Bruce and Curtis Granderson on the block? Where do things stand in that market? Well, the, the Mets are still trying really hard to trade Jay Bruce, and there's a very strong chance that they do, maybe even uh, soon. Um, you know, this is a logjam in the outfield, and, uh, you know, Jay Bruce once was, when the Mets traded for him, a significant part of the Mets' 2017 plans, but he's not anymore. And so while there's been plenty of interest in trading Curtis Granderson, from other teams, um, maybe you get a little more for Curtis Grandison than you do for Jay Bruce, who's coming off a bad second half of 2016. Uh, the Mets don't want to do that. They want to trade Jay Bruce, and when they're that committed to a cause, uh, it's probably going to get done. Uh, they need Curtis Grandison to play center field because, uh, while you know there are plenty of uh, fantasy baseball fans out there who want to trade for Andrew McCutcheon or want to make some big. <laughs> Uh, blockbuster deal to shore this thing up in center field, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, realistically, you're looking at Curtis Granderson in center field most days for the Mets. Uh, it's something the Mets have grown comfortable with in recent months. Uh, they've played him out there down the stretch in 2016, and it worked out pretty well. Uh, 35 years old, Curtis Granderson was, and he will be 36, but he showed some athleticism. Uh, he rated pretty positively on all the metrics, and, and granted, it was a very, very small sample size, but the Mets are confident that with Curtis Granderson out there in center fields, uh, Juan Magara spelling him late in games, and obviously starting against lefties, uh, he still has that gold glove caliber defense that you can rely on. Uh, the Mets feel like they're okay in center. Now, the problem is just uh, getting those corners settled down, and you've got Yohannes Cespedes in left, and right now you've got both Bruce and Michael Conforto in right field, and the Mets are confident in Michael Conforto. They still view him as a uh, one of the brightest young offensive uh, prospects in the game. Uh, so I think before the Mets report to spring training, certainly, and probably significantly before that, you're going to see a trade of Jay Bruce. And the question just is, what can they get in return? Can they get a live arm for the back end of the bullpen? Or will they have to settle for prospects? Uh, we shall see. But I, I do think you're going to see a deal get done pretty soon. So if we're reading between the lines, if we're just kind of parsing your words, you're telling me Jay Bruce uh, for Andrew McCutcheon straight up is not going to happen? This is how rumors get started, Anthony. This is how rumors get started. No, I don't, I don't think you're going to see a Jay Bruce straight up for Andrew McCutcheon trade as much as, uh, as, as much as the Mets would probably say yes to that one. I think they would say yes to that one. But, um, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like uh, conditions are particularly ripe for a McCutcheon trade. I don't love this uh, Granderson proposal in center field, but, uh, hey, 
not my club. That's the beauty of it. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, how about uh, let's talk about the bullpen a little bit uh, in light of the uh, Jerry's Familia situation, uh, waiting on word of whether or not he'll be suspended by MLB. Um, but it, it sounds like they're not lining up backup plans from the outside for that one. It sounds like uh, in the event that Familia is suspended, Addison Reed will close, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the only thing we don't know at this point is will Jerry's Familia be suspended? If he is suspended, how long? Uh, there's some precedent out there from the Jose Reyes case, from the Aroldis Chapman case, and, and it's all speculation at this point. But you might be looking at around a month, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. Um, but it almost doesn't matter from the Mets' perspective because they didn't go out and sign an Aroldis Chapman or a Mark Melanson or a Kenley Jansen, and those are the three big guys out there. Uh, they said, we're going to rely pretty much on what we have. And, and what they have is Addison Reed, who – you know, if you dig into the statistics, probably had a better year in 2016 than even Familia did. Um, so he's going to close. He's got closing experience with the White Sox, with the Diamondbacks, and there's no issue there. The, the issue is more how do the Mets now fill in Pine Reed, uh, particularly if they're missing Familia in April. Um, they're going to go out and they're probably going to sign an arm or two, um, and it might not be uh, a huge name. You might be looking at uh, kind of that middle of the pack. Uh, there's been plenty of talk about re-signing Fernando Salas, who was pretty good for the Mets down the stretch last year. Um, there's been talk about re-signing a lefty specialist, such as Jerry Blevins, who, who might be priced out of their range, given how wild the market has gone for lefties out there. Uh, there are various ways the Mets can go. There are lots of mid-tier relievers out there that they can pursue. Uh, you know, I think the most interesting aspect of this is the Mets are going to come to camp with seven starting pitchers. And among those are Zach Wheeler, who hasn't pitched in two years, Robert Gesellman, who was really, really good down the stretch, Seth Lugo, who was really, really good down the stretch. And it would not be surprising at all to see one or, or even two of those guys make their way into the Mets opening day bullpen, uh, spell some other people while Familia is suspended if he is, and uh, wind up shoring the whole thing up a little bit. I, I, Sandy Alderson likes to build his bullpens from within. And uh, I don't think this is any exception that the Mets are going to look to do that in 2017. Uh, another area of potential instability when you look at the Mets' step chart is that catcher, just uh, given the way things went in 2016 for Travis Dorno, uh, basically bypassed late in the season for uh, in, in favor of Rene Rivera. Uh, but it, it, it's obviously one of those where they're just hoping on better health and better things for uh, Dorno in 2017. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And the Mets could have gone out and, and signed a Matt Wieters or even a Wilson Ramos who might not be ready for opening day. And they decided not to. And uh, you know, I remember Sandy Elverson was asked earlier this offseason, uh, do you expect to improve at catcher? And the implication was, do you expect to go out and sign someone? But Alderson's response was, yeah, we expect Travis Darnot to be much, much better. Um, you know, the Mets went out and they signed the new third base coach in Glenn Sherlock, a longtime Arizona Diamondback who has a reputation for helping catchers he was a catcher himself professionally and the Mets are pretty hopeful that with him working with Travis Darno, and they're already working actually out in Arizona this offseason with him working with Travis Darno on his defense it'll clear his mind a little bit to focus on the offense and I, I do think what people forget about Darno is that he's not that far removed from being a very productive big leaguer down the stretch in 2015 into the playoffs in 2015 he was really really good and the issue has been more, with the exception of last summer, has been more staying healthy than being productive 
when healthy. Uh, if Travis Darno can stay healthy, the Mets are pretty confident that he will bounce back and he will have a good season. And, uh, you know, they have some depth there now. They have Rene Rivera, who they like a lot. Uh, they see him as a backup and nothing more. Uh, but that's a pretty nice backup to have. He performed well, uh, controlled the running game last year, all the things you like to see from a backup veteran with a little leadership. Uh, so uh, the Mets do have that measure of depth, but, but this one's on Darno. This one's all on Travis Darno, and can he be finally now uh, at age 27 kind of what uh, this team has expected him to be for four or five years now, which is really a star at the position, one of the better offensive catchers in the game and the type of guy that makes your lineup just that much deeper. All right, there you have it. The latest word from Anthony DiComo as we head into 2017 and the Mets look to get back to October stage for the third straight year. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been MLB.com Extras, New York Mets edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.